Podcast episode seven. I'm here with Paige. I'm Vince. Paige, how are you doing tonight? I woke up at four thirty, everyone, because not in the morning, people. Four p.m. Well, first of all, I didn't sleep till like five a.m. So, and then the day before, I woke up really early for Saturday at ten forty-seven because I had a hair appointment. So I didn't get you know I you're just, blonder than ever. I'm now blonde. Yeah. My hair is almost white. That was the goal. I want like white hair um very painful experience but yeah so today i tried to wake up you know at a reasonable hour but i kept falling back asleep and then at 4 30 i just popped up and i was like all right this is for real now i'm really awake yeah and you started yeah i kind of started began my, my day yeah. i started my day super late today um because yesterday we went to a movie party a movie, a movie watching gathering of sorts. Yes, movie night. Yeah, a movie, a movie night on yes. Mama Island. Yes. Saw this really weird movie starring Michael Fassbender, wearing a big head and, and being in a band called Frank, and it was a British movie. Or it was a Brit. Was it British movie? Yeah. Why were they all American? No, they were all British. They were no, all British. No, they were all American. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. The Maggie Gyllenhaal, all of them. They were like. Did she have a British accent? She didn't. Frank didn't. The guy, the guy, and the, the girl didn't, but then there was a French guy in there. So it was like a mix. I think the French guy confused me. I was like, oh, it must be a, Brit- a weird British accent. No, so actually I think they were supposed to be American? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I Wait, don't know. Wait, let me, let me pull up. Yeah, I don't know. Let, let me have the interns look up Frank right here. I don't know, man. Get the information. But basically it was, it was originally this British oh, guy. actually you are wrong. You are 100% wrong. It's German. No, coming straight from Wikipedia, it says, hold on. Okay, here it is. It says Frank is a 2014 Irish comedy drama ah, directed Irish. by Lenny Abraham's son. Who's Lenny Abraham? Son. Who's he? He is the director of oh, Frank. Oh, cool. All right. Well, um, but then the original Frank guy, his name is like Frank Sidebottom. He's like this, it was like a variety show, British variety show, I think. Um, so it was based off of that. Yeah. So we saw that yesterday. It was a pretty good movie. Probably my final time on Mama Island. I don't see myself going back. unless it's- You could totally, You, I think you might go back. If I can, I want to go back for like one more big hike. Because remember how a couple years ago... You did I, a spider hike. Yeah, where I almost died of, like, dehydration. And, and spider attacks. Yeah, and, yeah, but there's, like, these beautiful hills, and, I, like, I wanted to see it one more time. So, I think... You should do another... You should do a hike, like, a last hike before you leave, mm-hmm. Yeah, and a super, like, a super intense, hard solo hike. Okay, a super intense solo hike, you should hike Stanley. Stanley's so, not intense though, isn't it? Did you do the hike already? Isn't that the one we did together? No, that was Dragon's Back. What's Stanley? So Stanley, you start off at like... Stanley. No, you end in Stanley. So you start off in like the peak. The peak is like this really big mountain thing. And Hong then Kong. you it's literally, you start, you begin your hike, you're like, do, 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 okay, walking down this trail, and then you look up and it's just st- endless steps, which... 
For me, I hate anything on an incline. So that is like my Wait, nightmare. Is that just the hike? Just going up no. steps? No. Uh, if it's one of those hikes where I'm just going up steps the whole way. No, no, no. You go up You go up a billion steps. So you go up a bunch of steps. Go up another bunch of steps. Another bunch of steps. And then when you start to... But that's just to get you up into the mountain. And into your, then so you keep going up all these steps. And then you get to this clearing. And it's actually really nice because it's like all these brush like bushes and you see on one side you see like i don't know some part of hong kong the other side you see the other part of hong kong and you're like whoa and you keep walking and there's more steps you're like, fuck and you keep walking up at one point i for the people i went with we were like wow if we died here we would be dead like nobody could get to us wait 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 if you died there, you would be dead. Yes, because... <laughs> if you died anywhere, you would be dead. Okay, that's if whole, we got whole... stranded there, we would be dead. Okay. Because there's no, like, it was took us forever to get up there. And then there's, like, no food. There's, like, no... It was just, like, a proper... Like, at that point, you're, like, properly in the middle, the middle of nowhere. So then once you kind of pass all the stairs, did you start to go downhill? And that is becomes more like a hike where there's, like, rocks and, like... I had to hold on to, like, branches to slide down the rocks. And then you get to, like... I mean, it wasn't that intense, but it was kind of just support. And then then you get to this one area. It's actually pretty nice where you kind of dipped into the mountains. So there's mountains everywhere. It was really nice. I was so tired, so I wasn't, like, into it. I was like, just gotta get out of here, you know? I'm not a hiking person. And then... And then the reward. You... You kind of... Once... Then you, like... The last bit is like you kind of are above Stanley and it looks it looked like Greece or something. It looked really nice because you see all the little houses and stuff in the ocean and then it's just like and you literally it's just like almost a vertical drop, not really, but of stairs that you you walk down. It said it was supposed to be a two hour hike, it took us like six hours. Um <laughs> it was very tiring. But I I was like, wow, I'm really glad I did it because it was so intense, and but also because I thought the view and everything was really nice. Would it be good to go like with this kind of weather right now? Mm. Like just any hiking with these kind of shitty, no matter what, wherever, yeah. wherever we hiked. Yeah. 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 At least Stanley, when it ends, like you're in Stanley, so you could go to Pizza Express. Yeah. So right afterwards, just like food, yeah. food, and then we like get pizza. We but got pizza. I, yeah. If I did it like where, if I did it like in Llama, I would just be in the middle of nowhere and I'd have to turn around. <laughs> no, but um, there people have died on these hikes because my coworker was saying a lot, especially like foreigners, they underestimate the um a lot of it's just the weather. So they're like, oh, it's a pretty simple hike, you know. I hike all the time, so they go. They don't bring enough water, and the sun in Hong Kong. Multiple people have told me like the sun is actually like it's a lot stronger. So one time, one of my coworkers said when she was a kid, she was hiking with her family. And they saw this man, he was like, he was like running, he was like running, like this French guy, like running, doing the hike, but like running. And so they like see him and he like passes them by or whatever. And then he looked, he was like super sweaty and he just didn't look good. He just didn't look good. And so, um. He he was still running. Yeah. So he was, so I think he was just like, yeah, whatever. So by the time her family finished the hike, they see the guy and he was like, but he was like with a bunch of paramedics. And they had to, like, airlift him out or whatever. And then the next day, they read in the newspapers that he had died. And I think a lot of it is because they, yeah, they don't bring enough water. And then they just, they just think, like, and I think when you're hiking, you're kind of, like, in the moment. Probably adrenaline rush or whatever. So you're like, yeah, this is awesome. And you don't realize how tired your body is. I, I mean, yeah. that's how most people die out, in, like, in nature. is just because they're underestimating, yeah. like, how it is out there. Or they're just fooling around. 
Like, I remember a long, 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 long time ago when my dad took my brother and I to the Grand Canyon. I was reading this pamphlet or a ranger told us that all the deaths that have occurred in the Grand Canyon over the past like, 20 years or whatever have just been when people were fucking around. They're just floating around. Like where they fall into the canyon? Yeah. Canyon? Yeah, but not because they're just hiking normally. It's because they start doing stupid shit and they just fall to their deaths. Like, that's what happens. God, that would be the worst way to die. Or it's the same thing with um, Half Dome in Yosemite, which is like this really big dome that people people climb up. Um, It's a straight vertical climb up. And a lot of people... Drop. Tri- no, try. A lot of people try to hike that hike and climb up there on rain on days where it might rain, mm. and they're dead. They're done. Wow, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Nature is scary. I would say. I mean, I guess it could feel like you're. I guess, in, especially in Hong Kong, you could feel like you're not in real nature wherever you're hiking because no matter where you're going to see buildings and stuff. I think so. that's why people underestimate it because they just think, oh, it's, oh, it's Hong Kong. Everything's everything's close by. You know, it's just taking me two hours, whatever. But it's there. It's like if it's a hot, hot day, you don't bring enough water, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you're fucked. I mean, what am, I know, but yeah, there's stuff everywhere though. Like mm-hmm. one of my friends when he first moved here, he was like, only in Hong Kong, he hiked the peak, I guess, for the first time. He's like, only in Hong Kong, we're at the end of a hike, we reach a shopping mall. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true though. <laughs> so today i went to i'm doing i'm continuing my checklist of things to see before i move like i'm officially in tourist mode mm. after living here for three years and i went to go see the kowloon walled city park today Ooh. and it was pretty awesome like i went all the way to lofu walked walked maybe about 10 15 minutes to get there so much I just love it. I love that whole area better, even if it's more. So, you, were you in Kowloon City? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, bigger streets, mm-hmm. more le- like less crowds. Mm-hmm. Like just when we were in new territories mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. week, same thing. And I get to Kowloon City Park. Um, yeah, they have like they have like some buildings there of like what the last building that they oh, went so you saw in. it. Yeah, a little bit of it. They have a monument there, and the park's really nice. Um, yeah, it was a nice stroll. It wasn't. Like a, mind-blowing experience but it was cool it was one of the things i wanted to see because um i guess i should explain what the kowloon walled city is it pretty much is back in the day i guess like there was this part of kowloon in northern hong kong where all these buildings were built super close to each other super compacted it looked like a giant cube cube. Yeah, yeah a cube in the middle of like the land and it became this really seedy place that was like abandoned by the government Every the people who lived there, they learned how to like um, power their own electricity. It became a place of like opium dens and prostitution, and and also people like for example dentists who didn't have a license. Yeah, there's, there's this whole street. I read, <laughs> yeah. I actually read about it today. Um, is it? Oh yeah, I have the pamphlet right here in my back pocket. You can narrate stuff to us. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I could actually get information instead of like read us something, pull it, pull it out of my memory, pull it out of my ass, and make and make it up, which is what I was. I always do. What? I mean, I like you kind of stretch the truth a bit. <laughs> no, everything I'm saying is 100% true. The, the, I, the, that's Paige talking, not me. Wait, let me, <laughs> how about I read it? Anyways, yeah, there was a whole street there called, like, Dental Street. And, um, yeah, there's a photo of, like, just all these, like, dental, these dental offices. These are all about rocks. I don't know. You're, you're at the wrong page. But Can you open this any further? I think so. You know what? Just trust us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyways, when I'm leaving, there's this really old guy. He's playing the flute there. 
like you know a typical Chinese sounding flute. Okay, I'm doing it horribly. But, uh, you, everyone knows it's the typical sounding flute, and I heard it. I heard him playing like throughout the park. So like, oh, this is really nice. So as I'm leaving, we, we make eye contact. So I kind of just give him a half wave, like, yeah, "Good job, sir." And so then he asked me, like, "Oh, where are you from?" So I said, oh, "I'm from California," and he's like, "Oh, let me play some songs for you. Oh, all Americans will know this song." So then he starts playing um, "Sunshine." You know, "You are my sunshine, my only sunshine." <laughs> Oh, he was the best. <laughs> so, Thought he was gonna play like a Star Spangled Banner. He played that too. Like, he, he did. Played, he played a couple songs. That's yeah, cool. he played that. Like, and then like yeah, we chit chatted a bit, and um, he, and then he starts giving me like, his own personal tour, like his own information about the Wall City. Like, yeah, this painting right here was painted by a Japanese artist who like came and drew this thing of the Wall City, and um, yeah, we we're just talking a little bit. He asked me where I lived. Um, I told him I lived in Jordan Side. Um, even because I did live in Jordan, yeah. so I, I don't want to. I don't want to come off as like this typical expat. Oh yeah, I live in Shenghuan. No, uh-huh. I have shame. I actually have a lot of shame <laughs> for um, living in Shenghuan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's is that is that does that make sense to have shame of Shenghuan is like the foreigner part of. Hong yeah, Kong. I I would I would say yes because it's like oh of course you would live there. Yeah, You're afraid to mingle with the locals. Yeah. And actually, that's why I didn't want to go to that party today. I felt like it's kind of like a racist it was, it, party. It was kind of, it was weird. I didn't, so like, wait, are you done with your story? Um, oh, yeah, I left, and then I left, and yeah, that's it. That's good. Kowloon Wall City. If you care about history. And it's so, it's worth, like seriously, on my Facebook newsfeed, every like two months, some random person will post about it. About the Kowloon Wall City yeah, park? Someone, or the park? Or just the, the, the city. Yeah. So I think people are consistently fascinated by it. Yeah. So we should do- totally look I mean, it up. If, if anyone listening to this has not heard of the Kowloon Wall City, just Google and just search it and you will have your cool. mind... Yeah, you'll have your mind fucking blown. Um, like, when I first moved it was here... Like, it's like Blade Runner. Yeah, it's pretty it's much... Like Blade Runner, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, when I first In moved here... Life, yeah. I remember reading a Cracked article about it. You and, sent it to me and I yeah. read that and I was like, Whoa. Yeah, but I had never heard of it up until... Um, this article, so I was getting more excited, like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm going to totally go here this weekend. Then at the end of the article, it says, oh, excuome me, they demolished it, like, in the yeah. 90s. And they're and like, no. Yeah, because in the government, I mean, I guess, in some way, I guess it was good, because it was full of steamy things. But people lived there. One of yeah. our coworkers, he lived there as a kid. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, I guess they had to get rid of crime. So, yeah, yeah they I knocked it down. I wish I could have seen it, though. But, um, yeah, Google search images, and you'll have your mind fucking blown. About these crazy things that exist in the world um yeah so i had the opposite experience so i had the expat foreigner experience where um so today there was a block party in shangwan um uh, hosted by this mexican place called little borough which has amazing burritos um i had no- i didn't know what to expect i just thought it was gonna be like just food like you know um and i thought it was gonna be a mix of people because it seemed like a street fair that so I was like oh of course like locals expats everybody so I get there and of course it was it was all expats but all like between the ages of like 20 I would say late 20s to late 30s and I went by myself at first because my friends weren't there yet and so I was pretty intimidated I was like oh it's just like hordes of people you know and then um a long line but I was like you know what I was I was I actually thought about turning around and like eating somewhere else 
But I was like, I've been this looking is, this forward. Is a, this is a new page, a confident page. You charge in. I was like, I was, I've been thinking about this burrito for a whole week. I can't just abandon this thought just because I felt a little shy. So I was like, all right. So I just did in line. And I got a free beer and a little shot of margarita for free. So that was cool. Had my burrito. Did yeah. you see any interesting things there? Any, um, any funny, weird things? No. No. <laughs> so it was pretty much what I imagined. It was just a bunch of... People like just talking, and just talking. Like one person that was in our group, she she commented like, "Wow, look, like all these, like, but it's a pretty cool crowd, you know." It's just like all these like hip hipsters basically like hanging out there. Um, she said it sarcastically. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, good burritos. Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I pretty much imagine it was a hundred percent that. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm not. That's not going to be my thing. Just go to, yeah." yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's one of the main things that, um, I guess, you know, I felt like, the, like, last week I was such on a positive note, and this week I was full on back in, like, angry J Wait, mode. Wait, so you were on a positive note last week, I forgot why. Um, I don't know, remember, like, I had, I had to struggle to think about, the ju- like, the people that I judged. I was, like, struggling to think of people that I judged. Oh, this, this week you have this a, week should the, we start this early? Oh, no, I'm just saying this week the darkness, like, set in, like. I think yesterday when I was just going to the island, I was hating everybody on the subway. Just like going to the island, huh? Yeah, well, not going to the island. I'm going to meet you guys. When I met up with with you guys, it was cool. But on the subway, I was just looking. I was just one of those things. I'm just looking. I'm like I'm feeling claustrophobic by all the amount of advertising in my face, and everyone just looking at their tablets and smartphones. Everyone doing the same thing, and then like. Just knowing there's that expat party where it's just that world and it's like I yeah I was like losing I was in a point where I'm like oh my god I need to get out of here as soon as possible it's one of those it's one of the like living here for me has always been ups and downs like some people who live in Hong Kong they love it 100% or they hate it 100% I feel like for most people it's ups and downs because I mean I go through that where it's like one week I'm like oh my god I love this place and next week I'm like fuck everybody you know and i think a lot of it has to do with just a sheer amount of people and yeah like the the lifestyle the rudeness you know yeah. like having to deal with that on a daily basis it kind of gets gets overwhelming and then you kind of have a break from it and that the break from it is when you're like oh everything's cool and then right when you get back into reality mode you're like oh yeah yeah totally and then yeah and the, but there's like no win because I felt this much hatred coming out of me. I hated everyone, all the, all like the local people in their rudeness. I hated all the ex-staffs because they're just doing the basic obvious thing. And then today I was saved by the flute guy because he was so cool. And it was like, oh, finally a nice person. Yeah. And, like, and, it, and it's like, wow. Like, it's like, okay, he made me realize like, okay, there are some good things Yeah, there's always, but it's always like that. Right? Like to, um, for me too, it's like... Um, I I, always, I forget, but it's always like one tiny gesture. It could be a person, or it could just be a thing I see in Hong Kong that suddenly you're like, "This is a cool place. I'm glad I'm here." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not everyone is like worth. Yeah, yeah. And believe me, I don't like the feeling of hating everybody. Like after we all met up yesterday, I felt better. I calmed down. I think it was just the stress, the hot day, and everything mm-hmm. just brought me down. So I'm back to being more positive. Um. But, uh, yeah, but I, I kind of felt it on the way a little bit more today. So, ho- hopefully things get better. I, I don't want to leave here feeling... I like, think you won't, you won't leave here feeling angsty, I think. With the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost like... The, it's almost like <laughs> on the plane, just like... like 
Yeah. It's like, it's like that feeling of when I graduated high school and I'm like put, flipping off the school. And I'm like, I'm never coming back here again. Well, that's, I think that's like most people's experience with high school. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like that too. <laughs> I'm not going to my 10 year reunion. It's coming up. And I'm like, oh, shit. It, co- it is coming up yeah, this year. I'm not, co- I'm not going to mine. Are like, do you even know if you're having one? Oh, we're going to have one. How do you know? Our school, like, they're very, like, the people who are involved in, like, the student government, they're very much, like, you know, into it. And I, I'm already seeing, like, because obviously Facebook friends with some people from the earlier, earlier classes, um, or, well, what was it, graduating classes, and they're already posting, like, oh, everyone, like, get ready to get your tickets for blah, blah, blah. And, oh, like, I've seen the parties already, so I'm like, oh. But you're not even going to be in America for it anyways. Yeah, yeah I'm not. So there's no way. But I don't, yeah, but I'm just like, if I was i'd probably find an excuse to not be in the states it's like, nah. well i think well some girl actually tried to start like a facebook group where like she was trying to put on a 10-year reunion and she added everybody a bunch of people from my high school and she's like all the, the, the past year and a half and putting up she's like, oh we're gonna have this fundraiser for this we're gonna be doing it like yeah where should we go should we have one should we have should the, should the high school reunion be bring kids too because a lot of us have kids now and it's like and then um it just makes me realize how like a lot of people are living so different lives it just made me realize i don't like reunions yeah but anyway <laughs> the, the funny thing is like she randomly posted this thing on her reunion group like a couple of weeks ago where she's like you know what no one's helping me that's too pressure so i'm not going to put on a reunion anymore if anyone want, i thought every, it was going to be impor- as important to everyone else as it would to me but if anyone else wants to take, take up the helm they could they could feel free to do so. So I guess Baldwin Park High School class of two thousand five. You guys don't have a student government. I don't know because maybe because it seems like she was trying to start up this independent one. Yeah. So I think there, if there is one, there probably would be like an official one. Yeah, because um, yeah, I was friends with people who were on the student body stuff. So apparently, you have if you were on student body government, whatever it's called, like you kind of have to do it. So it's pretty, it's like organized by that. I mean, you don't have to do it. What are they going to do if like... I think, I think it's assumed that these people want to do it. When it ten, 10 years is a long time though. I mean, there's still... No, I see on Facebook, there's all, they're always trying to do like these mini reunions. Mini reunions? Yeah, they have these mini reunions like throughout the years. Like if they all happen to be on the East Coast, they do a little like reunion. I, don't, I was like, I don't want to name drop my school. I'm just so, like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I just realized I'm not, I actually never been to a reunion, really. Like, unless it was, like, a tiny, like, just between, like, four people reunion, which is different, I guess. But, because whenever I get back with my friends, I don't see it as, like, oh, we're reuniting. I'm just, like, oh, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, I've never, so I think for me, a reunion just feels kind of, it's weird. I don't know. It's It feels like, oh, we're gonna... I mean, I don't even dislike most of these people. Like, I don't, you know, but I, I follow them on Facebook. It's, like, interesting to me once in a while to see what's going on with people. But it's just, like, then you get all these people of from different walks of life. You force them into, like, a space and then have them talk. Maybe it's just the introvert me talking. I'm just, like, who would enjoy that? You know, like, being forced to talk to people that you don't really have that much yeah, in common. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but I, then I realize right now I'm sure a lot of people like doing that. So. <laughs> we don't like people. yeah so we're just like why would you do this to me <laughs> yeah but you've become, you've started becoming less shy lately yeah. you are like, like you are 
pop the confident page. I feel I definitely do feel more confident, but I must say that socializing is still to me it's an exercise. You know, like after a weekend of socializing, I'm very I need to rest my brain. But what do you do when you feel like the shyness or that hesitation creeping up on you? What forces you to go the extra mile to like? A lot of it is like okay, like so when we're talking about the junk trip. That was a good example. A junk boat trip. Junk boat yeah. trip. That was a good example of my shyness not even creeping up, just overtaking me. Because already, I remember we're waiting for people, before even getting to the taxi, to head off to uh, meet everyone else. And I met a person I didn't know, but it was one person. And so I was already like, okay, I could do this, I could do this, just talk to her, you know? And then I was more quiet, but... I'm more, at the same time, I'm more responsive and I'm like there, I'm just quiet and I don't know how to like, kind of like yesterday when we went to Flying Pan and your friend was there where I was like, because I was actually very aware of like, oh, I should talk more, but I'm like tired and I don't, I don't mind listening, you know, and stuff. But if he talks to me, I'm like, I'm not like, no, or whatever. I'm like there. Which I've seen you do before. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like there, but I'm just not going to be as, but because I'm kind of like dealing with the shyness at this point and it's just like me, I don't know, like almost like. I don't know, like talking to myself, being like, oh, say something. Oh, you don't have to if you don't want to. Like, oh, there's a huge <laughs> internal, like, dialogue happening. Um, so you're, but, like, you're literally at two places. Out. Yeah, and I think that's why I'm yeah. quiet, because I'm, like, I'm, like, discussing with myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What are you typing? Oh, no, I'm not typing anything. Um, my computer just fell asleep here. Oh. And I'm just worried it'll stop recording if it, um fall asleep okay it's still going fine okay cool i don't know because like i'm really shy too yeah um i think you deal with it better because actually when i was at waiting when i was at the junk boat trip and before i started to socialize with people which was very minimal socializing anyway and i was just completely just scared i kept thinking what would vince do what would vince do oh vince would walk up to people and he would like well and i was like I'm not Vince. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm me. And so I just like. No, a lot of people tell me I'm not shy. Okay, I think I'm shy in a, a non-conventional way because I will. I try to tell myself like, should I do this or should I not do this? But what would be the more interesting interesting outcome? And that when I think like, what would be the more the more interesting thing to do? I usually just go for it. Huh. Interesting. But for me, but so I'm so I'm always doing these things. But I have a lot of pre shyness anxiety. Like, I got to do a lot of things before I But you see out. the outcome. And I think that's what drives you, yeah. right? What motivates yeah. you. I actually realized, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see it like that. And I think because of that, I don't go through with it. Cause so, for example, Junk Boat was... I just kept telling myself, it'll be easier on the boat. Because everyone will break off into their smaller groups... It'll be easier to do it. So I, I I'm be, just gonna. I would, I would be the opposite. I'd be like, "Fuck! I'm gonna be trapped on this boat in the middle of the sea." Like, no, but I, but I wanted to be like on this boat, so I was yeah. like, "Okay, so just deal with this uncomfortableness for the next twenty minutes. It'll be okay. <laughs> we'll get through this together, you and I, me. You know." So that's what I did. So you don't, but you don't have that pre pre-game anxiety when you're thinking on the way there or like while you're getting ready like i gotta do i have, I have to do like rituals like i have to maybe listen to a song that gets me in a good mood or i might even have to drink alcohol i usually <laughs> i think the reason why lately i've been more confident is because i've been drinking more 
But see, obviously, I know we both do that, but that's not obviously. Is that a good thing though? Is that or is that yes, just normal? That's what they call it, liquid courage. Is that what they call it? Yeah, because if it wasn't for sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm so shy right now, but I'm like, don't worry. After I get a beer or two in me, upgrade. That's how I see it. <laughs> but no, I, I, I definitely have. When you say pre. Pre-socializing anxiety. Okay. Pre-socializing anxiety. I do get that. But usually if it's, if I know I'm going to be by myself. So today I was caught off guard because I thought my friends were going to be there. So when I was walking there, I had no anxiety because I was like, oh, my friends are going to be there. And then literally when I saw what was in front of me, I couldn't find them. I felt like I got hit in the face. I was like, oh shit. And I just remember standing there like, uh, and then I was like, right. Food. Okay, let's do this. And also, I didn't want to walk. I didn't want to feel like I was so shi- uh, so shy that I... Because I'm not going to talk to any of these people. These are just literally strangers. I don't have to talk to any of these people. So I just... I didn't want to walk away because I was too afraid to be by myself. Which I would have in the past. But usually, food is a good motivator. <laughs> and But I have to say, Hong Kong helped me learn how to um go to places by myself and be cool about it and stuff like at one point i was gonna sit inside to wait for them but i ended up sitting outside by myself like with all the groups around me and i was because i was just hoping i would stand out even more so my friends could find me yeah yeah. but um so i usually get pre-socializing anxiety when i go on dates because it's like i'm meeting this person alone but if it's if I know I'm gonna have friends there, I usually don't. See, I'm the opposite. I'm I'm better with one-on-one situations. Uh-huh. So I think I think for for me, so if I want to date, I could take charge immediately, and it would be like, yeah, it'll be a breeze, no problem. Yeah, I'm scared because I'm just like, oh shit, like I have to, I'm put on the spotlight. Usually dates, because otherwise I won't. If it's a friend, yeah, for some reason, if it's a friend, even a new friend. If it's a new friend, I, I'm not really anxious. I'm more, like, nervous. Like, what if this person turns out to be not as cool as I thought? What if we don't have anything in common? What if it gets like awkward? This person's not as cool as I thought. Their coolness level not is, their, like, not, below, my, not below that, my standard. Not that kind of cool, but cool as in what if we aren't as, like, cool together? You know what I mean? Like, we don't gel well. That's what I meant. That reminds that that like it reminded me of that of like my first date in Hong Kong where the girl said she liked what is it? That Hangover three. Hangover I'll three. never forget that. Yeah, and that was like what was that like was that like a historical judgment moment? I never me? forgot that. Yeah, really? because I think it was my first impression of you. One of because I just that's when I was getting to know you. Yeah. So when you said that, I thought it was really hilarious, and I just never forgot that. I remember we had an awkward moment between us, but like when she said that, I'm like. Hey, I'm not gonna watch it. It was this like weird moment where she's like, she could feel me like a little irritated, <laughs> pulling away. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably why she stopped wanting to go out afterwards. She's like this guy is too cool for me. <laughs> oh, if only that's the reason. No, it's hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is that pretty much all we have to do to talk about our week so far? Why? Because then I could jump into like the people that I did judge this week. Wow. <laughs> I was like, didn't you want to talk about it earlier? Like, no, no, no. So I thought, oh, maybe we're not going to talk about no. it. Earlier. But apparently you... Okay, let's do it. So the official people that I judged, um, I guess, obviously, it would be um, at our job this week. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, is this, Someone wait, from is, work. Is this, cro- is this crossing the... Well, no. I mean... I oh, wait, wait. Of, we, we mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. I would say let's not talk about 
no, like literally no names. Yeah, yeah, because this is for cr- anybody. This is crossing the the I guess the boundary a little. Yeah, bit. we're kind of. I mean, we didn't want to talk to people from work. We didn't want to talk about our work. Yeah, but but this was so bad that it's worth it. Yeah. So first of all, the the I guess one of the heads of our company came to visit the Hong Kong office this week, and he comes out. He does a speech about the update of of how things are going. Everyone in the office meets up. To like hear what he's saying, and it's he's talking for like fifteen minutes. I'm bored out of my mind, but I'm like, okay, this is fine. He could talk for fifteen minutes. I could go back to my desk, get back to work, move on with my life. But then he opens up the floor to questions because it's a big deal that he's here, and like, and I figured, okay, like maybe one or two people are gonna ask questions, mm-hmm. but then we could like move on. But people kept asking him questions. And they're all just fucking brown nosing questions. Yeah, it wasn't like, even like I was. I thought I was just thinking, "Why wow, you guys are so inconsiderate of my time yeah. and everyone's time?" Like because it was literally a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, it was, and they were because inter- they were asking useless questions. Yeah, like, useless, like yeah. bullshit questions. They were, and they were just doing it because he's like the head of the company. So and this is a really big company, like thousands of people are there. So they're like, "My name is Kiss Ass McGee from." Um, I've been here. For, I've been here for three months. They were. I yeah. noticed it was all noobs. Yeah. No, it wasn't all noobs though. Oh, it was noobs, but it still wasn't all noobs. It was like. But most of them yeah. are fairly. Yeah, I'm, new. I'm Kiss Ass Johnson from the Ball Sucking Club, and my question is blah 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 blah. No, my favorite was what was your best moment at the company? It's like that was not. By, that was not by a newbie. Though. Yeah. No, that was a newbie. Oh, it was? It was. Okay. So I was like, I remember I like looked at her and I was like, fuck you. Bitch. Like, I was just like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? Like, this is not a yearbook meeting, you know? <laughs> not, oh, God. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pissed. Okay. Yeah. And the answers were like, tw- like at least 10 minutes each. Yes. Answer. No, it felt like eternity. I was <laughs> like, you could wrap this up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, and so, like, I pretty much, had, I was like, but it made me realize, like, I don't belong in this company because everyone, do they care? Do they, I mean, I, I think know. in big companies, you always have these people. Yeah. Because they want to, if it's a big company, it just means more chance, more chance for them to like climb up the ladder, you know? And so you get these people. It, it makes me realize it's like, because in our own circle of people who work there. We're not like, like that. Yeah. Like on my own team and you. We've always just seen it as a job, but we yeah. never thought this is gonna like, this is it for us. This is our career. Yeah. But I feel I realized wow, a lot of people who are working here, or at least in Hansel, that that's where they want to be. This is like their 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 goal is to make this their lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Yeah. Get that watch at fifty or twenty years. Watch <laughs> a Rolex. Is there that thing where you get a Rolex after being with the company? For you do. Years? Or a reti- retirement maybe a retirement you get like a watch or something. Wow. All right. Yeah. But yeah, so I judged them. Who else did I judge? Oh, so Friday night, I ordered a pizza. Ooh, I want to hear this. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I ordered a pizza from um, Pizza Box, which is like the best pizza place in Hong Kong that I like. But yes, I can't order it from them now. So I give them my address. Um, I 40 minutes later, the guy calls. He's like, I can't find where you are. And so I'm like, um, I can't find your apartment. So I'm like, okay, I'll come downstairs. He's like, what, what? I'm coming downstairs. I come downstairs. I see his motorcycle bike there, the pizza box motorcycle, but he's not there at all. So I was like, I'll just wait for him. I guess he's around the block. I'm waiting for 15 minutes out there. He never shows up. It starts raining. 
And I'm like, and he, and then he keeps calling. And and, uh, I really, I forgot my cell phone, so I go back up, and I got like five minutes calls from him. So he calls again. I call him. He's like, "Where are you?" Like, I'm out. Like, blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Dude, I'm right by your motorcycle. Come to your motorcycle." He doesn't understand what I'm saying. I'm like, "Come to your motorcycle. I'm standing right there." Never comes at all. And then like the actual pizza company, like the the like the people who take deliveries, they call me and they're like, "Yeah, he can't find your apartment." I'm like, tell, "Can you just tell him like I've been waiting at the, his motorcycle for 15 minutes? He's right. He parked right in front of my apartment. I don't know where this guy went." And so she's like, "Oh, okay, okay." So he comes and he starts yelling at me, saying like, "Don't you know how to give out your address properly?" And like I looked at my receipt, they said it was like my address is 115 Winglock. They said it was they wrote down one to 115, which is not even a real address. And I'm like, oh, they do that. It's like a block. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm like, but uh, yeah, but I'm like, dude, I told you I've been standing by your motorcycle. Yeah, and he's like, blah 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 blah. And he at you. He said you don't know how to find your yeah, apartment properly. Yeah, you don't know how to read. It's like whatever. Yeah. So we're yelling at each other, but I, I, but I, I'm just like, I just want my food. So like, so I just like, just, just give me my pizza. And he, he's like shocked. He wants to stand there and fight more. So I just leave, and I just like. Oh, like, he wants to fight. Yeah, so he's like, well, he's like, he's like, he's like defeated. Like I, like, I didn't want. It's like I don't care about fighting with you. Like whatever. Like, go Why back. would you want? What's you? I don't understand. You want? How do you know you want to fight? Because he's like trying to convince me, like it's my fault. Oh. Yeah. So this was like, like I don't like, and I was just like, dude, I don't care, pizza delivery guy. I just want my pizza, and like I just leave, and I just walk, and, and then he drives off, like, you know, revving off, yeah. off into the rain. I got my piece and I was like, I was like, whatever, like, fine, that's fine. I think a couple months ago, I would have been more angry, but now that I'm at the point of leaving, I guess like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't care. So I actually felt like how, I, how I'm pretty proud of myself, how I wasn't really steaming, even mm-hmm. though he is judged as one of the worst people mm-hmm. of the week. Maybe because you have this list, so you're like, you know what? I'm... I'm not that mad, but you're going on my list. You filled out my quota for the week. <laughs> you're going yeah. on my list. You have no idea what that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the list. Um, cool. Only two people? Huh? Only two. Well, um, I guess it was like six were, people. Those were, um, the, those were the two people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, how about you? Your cry of the week? Um, Actually, I didn't cry this week. No. Yeah, this has been a pretty good week. Wow, there you go. Right? There you have it. Yes. So I think yes. ba- I think we're at the balance again where I'm having a really horrible week and I'm just like <laughs> next week. Yeah. Tune in next week for some yeah. crying yeah. story. Right now the darkness is all around me. Like Okay, well I have a crying story, but it okay, if I had a cry of the week, it was when I was skating and my fake eyelash fell into my eye. And immediately I was blinded and tears just gushed out like crazy. And everyone stopped because they were like, oh, I was like, ah, I can't see. And then everyone was like freaking out. And this, a new person had to pull it out of my eye with her finger. Yeah. Yeah. And that was my cry of the week. Okay, that's not the darkness that we're looking for. That's a gross, we introduced a a gross segment to the podcast. It wasn't gross, but it was just like, it was painful. Um, yeah, that was it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who wrote Scott Pilgrim came out with another novel, I mean, graphic novel called Seconds, yeah. and I borrowed it from Vince. It is amazing, everyone, because, first of all, it, uh, it's very different from Scott Pilgrim. It's like, it's not, it's not a series, it's just one chunk. 
Um, and I like that it was a, f- a female protagonist. And I like, so it kind of gets into like mythical folklore stuff, which I really enjoyed. Um, I don't, I'm really bad at summarizing. Well, okay, so Seconds is pretty much about this 29 year old Canadian girl. She opened up this restaurant called Seconds a long time ago, and she liked it at first, but she wants to open up a new restaurant named after her called Katie's. And so this is pretty much a situation where she's stuck at her old job and she's ready to jump to something new. And um, her first restaurant, she lives there and she finds this house spirit who gives her these magic mushrooms to help her. Uh, Basically help. gives her a second chance yeah, to yeah, redo whatever It pretty much becomes Groundhog Day where she could like make changes to it. Oh, she could, re- she could relive days and do things that she f- regrets. Yes. Which, yeah, when she eats, like the first time she eats a mushroom, she does it to save her, one of her friends from burning her hands. Then when she realizes the power, she gets greedy. She, she, she takes all the mushrooms that she finds that's underneath the restaurant and starts rewriting her life. Which, of course, first thing she does is get back together with her the, the guy she loved. And then... And literally all hell breaks loose, yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but it was, it, was, it was gripping. You know when they say novel is gripping? It was gripping. I was literally gripping it. And I was... I read this in two hours. So I was getting my hair bleached. And at one point... Wait, so you were sitting in the salon while reading it? Yes. I actually realized that the only time I could get my, any reading done is... Because I can't play Pokemon. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a good thing. Why? Oh, <laughs> because... because well, first of all, you're forced to sit there for a couple hours. Yeah. And I can't play Pokemon because I really need to play at my computer. So I was like, okay, I'll read. And so there was one scene or one part of the book where it gets, it gets crazy. Like like I said, all hell breaks loose. And then I'm bleaching my hair. My my scalp is on fire. It was burning. I almost... I've, I, never, so I've never bleached hair before. So that's, that hurt. That painful It's experience. so... Because the last time when I went to bleach it... And it was just an overall bleach. That was painful. Um, but it was bearable. I was like, all right. Enough where I was like, okay, I'm going to get this done again. So but because um, I'm getting it bleached even lighter, they use a stronger dye. Oh, my God. my I, I was like, I'm probably bleeding. Like, it was so painful. I was almost about to cry. I was... It's worse, it's worse than giving birth, people. It's the worst pain uh, no, a woman can feel. No, I'm pretty, no. <laughs> but um, I really, at one point I was going to tell him to stop, you know, like just stop or Fuck something. It. Because, But I was like, no, I'm so close. So anyways, I'm reading this and I had to put the book down because it was getting really crazy in the book. My, my head was burning and it was just too much happening. And I was like closing my eyes and just like, you know. Um, but that actually made the experience of reading it even more intense so i was if you guys want you should read this while getting your hair bleached you know so it's kind of like a 4d effect so what do you rate the book out of i five? give it a five five out of five i, re- I rated it on uh, my goodreads account and I, I was gonna write a review but haven't had a chance but i gave it a five i will definitely reread it yeah and um your pain was worth it because your hair looks great yes i look amazing yeah. everyone we will post a photo of Paige on the tumblr Mm. Maybe we'll sure. put whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. I liked it better. Like I was telling Vince, I liked it better than Scott Pilgrim, only because I realized I never finished Scott Pilgrim because but you know how it ends, anyways. Yeah, but it's because there's so there were little series, and then I just you like if you don't have the whole series at once, like I just forgot it. So is that it. the only reason, or is it other reasons too? Because Scott Pilgrim is a different kind of story. Yeah, I think Scott Pilgrim was. Um, well, you, and you also read his. I also told you about his other book that he wrote right oh right yeah, I, yeah, I did right. read that one yeah yeah 
I liked it, but clearly not as memorable <laughs> as Seconds. Seconds, yeah. it was so it was because I think Seconds gets it gets really dark. And I think what they like they it was kind of like it got into a really dark place, but they kind of made it lighthearted enough where it's not too dark. But it was dark, whereas Scott Pilgrim was kind of it wasn't as dark. It was more about breakups and stuff. This because this was like more like internal shit and some weird spirit. Yeah, your soul and spirit. And so it was it was really fun, but dark. And at one point I got scared. I was getting scared. And also fucking up time and also fucking up other people's lives. And also because because it's about yeah, like and I've always had these fantasies of like if I were given a chance to redo something in my past, first of all I would think how would it work, right? So I always I always thought, okay, if I jumped back in time, altered that, would I suddenly skip forward and be where I am today and not remember all the little details that happened? Or would I have to relive all that shit again, you know? So this kind of answered my question, I mean, from this perspective, where, because she would, like, she would basically dream up what happened, and when she woke up, it would have happened. But let's say if she did it, like, months before, she clearly didn't remember all the stuff that happened. And also she kept redoing it so often she was getting really confused. Um, but that's how I figured, oh, that's, I think that's how it is. So the lesson is, you know, don't do that. Don't. Just accept your... And that... I remember I, I would stay up, like, thinking about this before I read Seconds. Like, I think everyone this, does, Yeah. Though. And in the end, the conclusion was, it's just best left as it is. <laughs> like, seriously. Everything that you've done in your life, first of all, it makes you who you are, you know? Secondly, it's just like... Yeah, because it's sometimes... Like, you know, you, 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 like, hook up with somebody and you're like, I regret that so much. Like, would I have... I wish I could erase this person. But there's always this one thing that happened where you're like, well, if it wasn't for that one thing, I wouldn't be smarter in a way. Like, I wouldn't be wiser. I wouldn't have had that experience. And you're like, oh, shit. All right. Well, I guess I should have, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this was, I think because of that level of, like, introspection, this is what made it more intense for me. Whereas Scott Pilgrim was more, it was like, yeah, it was fun and just like a fun take on how to look back on breakups and stuff like that, I would say. I think the only things like mushroom-wise, if I could go back and change things, I don't know if I would want to change things, but like, so like hookups that I regret, that's fine, that happened. But I, I'm thinking like, oh, I wonder how things would have went if I would have done things differently back when I was way more shy than I am now. Okay, let's get into this. So you mean you would take this mushroom when you were super shy? Yeah. And ha- because now obviously you're less shy, so you would now you know exactly what would have happened. Yeah, so yeah. Can you give us? Would you be interested in giving us a, a sample of that? We can go back in time, <laughs> and how would Vince be now? You know. Maybe I don't. A know. lot of times, I always see it as. You change something, and in that moment, it could have, for like, I don't know, a, a small chunk of your life, it would have changed a lot. But at the same time, I always feel like you end up in the same place anyway. Because I always believe you kind of, everyone has this like internal compass, and you always go towards the direction where you feel like, okay, I should be going in this direction, right? Because even if you get lost, for some reason, you always end up going so it might take you longer or whatever to get there so i just that's what i just feel like okay if if things fuck up or things get worse but it could be like from 22 to 24 years old but at 28 you're still gonna be end up being that vince although i I always wonder about my life so the big change in my life was when i was 15 and i went to see a therapist and i started seeing a therapist and i think if i didn't do that i don't think i would have made it to hong kong at all 
Really? Yeah, I really I feel like I would have not made it here this far. And I, I also question what I have been the person I am now. Because so the person I am now, I feel like this is a person I've wanted to be. I always feel like by the time I'm 30 years old, I'm I am the person <laughs> that I've wanted to be that's for my who, whole that's, life. That's who you're gonna be. Yeah. But I think when I was younger I didn't know who I, I didn't it wasn't that I didn't want to be this person, but I didn't think it could even be this person. So I didn't even think about being this person. And so a lot of times in therapy, it was my therapist asking me to imagine the ideal me or the person, the 30 year old page giving 15 year old page advice, stuff like that, that I wouldn't even think about because I just didn't. But wait a minute, you're not even 30. No, but he would, he would ask oh. me like, what, how did you, what, like, who do you think this person is? And I think a lot of it, it was kind of this idea of like, you should be your own hero kind of thing. Actually, I came across this really good quote that I don't remember, but I will give you what I do remember of it. And it was basically saying like, be the person you needed when you were younger. And that hit me really hard because I was like, that is who I've, I'm becoming. I'm becoming that person that I would have needed in my life. It's weird, huh? Would you would you say you were that? You've become that. I think at this point, I'm in the balance of like my ten year old self saw me be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, get away yeah. from me. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I think, I, I think I've gone off track a little bit. But no, but so you do have an idealized view. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, mine is. I don't. I ne I never knew what she would look like, but I knew how she would be, and a lot of it was she used to be really confident in who she was. Not even about being shy. I didn't even think because I me and I realized. Yeah, I'm still shy, but when you're a confident person, like, you can deal with that shyness, you know, it's not even about getting over it, but you can just deal with it, or you own it, I don't know, like, you accept yourself, and so you're not afraid of who you are, kind of thing. Um, I think if my 15-year-old self saw me now, she'd be like, oh my god, you're so fucking cool, <laughs> especially with this hair, like, if I didn't have this hair, I would be like, oh, you're all right. But then now I'm like, oh my god, you're like some like goddess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well Paige yeah. is sitting here right now, super blonde hair, tattoos all over, looking awesome as ever. Okay, you know what? I just I love fall. I feel like my place was summer. I fucking hate summer. August was awful. I realized August was the worst month I've had this year so far. And coincidentally, that's when we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. No, I think, um, no, I think a huge part was I hated the weather. I hate summer, especially in Hong Kong, just because the weather is, it sucks, you know? And I think, I don't know why, maybe because, because of the weather, I'm not in a good mood. So I'm just clouded inside and everything just sucked. A bunch of shit happened. I can't remember anymore. I don't want to. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like fall, every time it's fall, I think I associate it with back to school. Although I never liked school, I loved back-to-school stuff. I loved back-to-school shopping. So to me, it was almost a symbol of, like, newness. New clothes. New backpack. New whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> new life. Well, it is. It is a symbol of newness. It's like new people are about to come into your life. Yeah. yeah. And in, it's what I love about fall, though, it's because even though it's kind of... I think school happening in the fall is an interesting contradiction because it's all this newness happening introducing this newness but at the same time fall is about to me it's about it's about harvest right in the past is what it's about but in my head that's like death everything's about to die winter is just you're dead Har uh, fall is like everything's getting ready to die and i love that i love this this like juxtaposition of we're all gonna die but then we're all gonna do all these new things at the same time and it's just 
an ex- to me like an explosion of you know good feelings and stuff so um yeah I, I like the fall and I could already feel myself um just happier about it I'm like excited that the weather's cooling down now I think that's what I need I think yeah. for me I don't know you know I honestly don't feel like it's September I haven't felt I, it's I, so I, hot. I, I usually love September too September so is like when I get excited orange leaves and October's coming and but I still feel like it's summer. I can, I'm, I'm, in my head, it's still summer. It, because it's, it's so August. hot. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Fuck you, summer. I yeah, <laughs> I hate summer. Yeah, because my friend, she was telling me in Korea, it's so hot. Everyone's everyone's cranky. So I think heat just really upsets people. And then, and then there's the cold winters that apparently people get really upset about. But I've never experienced that, so I can't say Not that. Not a real cold yeah. winter. Yeah. Never had one. So autumn, the best. Yeah. September is the best month. Uh, well, I guess technically it's, we're already in mid-autumn, according to Hong Kong Yeah, standards. which is strange, because it's it's so not mid-autumn. Yeah. It's beginning autumn. Isn't it still officially summer, like, by law? By Technically, it's not fall until September 21st or 22nd. So it is still summer. It All is right, still so summer. So my depression so, right now is valid. Yes, but once it's, like, this uh, September, like, 21st, 22nd, then it's fall, and you should feel better. I think I will. And that is next week. What? Right? Holy September shit. 21st. No way. Are you kidding me? So September's almost yeah. over. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I thought it was like September. This whole there. time I thought it was like September 8th right now. I thought well, it was Next month will be my month of doing nothing. I'm almost there. I feel like I'm up that mountain. Yeah, you're almost there. Yeah. And you could relax. Don't worry about it. it yeah, won't happen. Yeah. You're going to be so happy. Well, until next week, this has been episode 7 of Mutually Awkward Podcast. Um, send us a message, mutuallyawkward.tumblr.com. We are on iTunes and Stitcher now. What's Stitcher? Stitcher is this new podcast. I don't know if it's new. Maybe it's not new. Maybe we're just old now. But it's like a new podcasting site slash app. Cool. Um, they, they tweet us out every time we put a new episode. Nice. Which is Let's pretty promote awesome. them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you don't like that, if you, don't, if you fucking hate iTunes, use Stitcher. We're on there now. And we're going to be on other places. We're also on Podbean. We're on Podbean. Well, we're hosted by Podbean. Oh, I always listen yeah. to us on yeah, Podbean. Yeah, we're... Um, we're not on Facebook, but we're on Facebook individually. So if you want to stalk us, you can find us. We're on Twitter. We're on OKCupid. Pages on Tinder. I'm like, not on Tinder uh, anymore. We're 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 I'm on Reddit. Like we're everywhere. We're ev- we're you know what I wrote we're on one of my baby. I, what I wrote on one of my profiles. I was like I scattered myself across the internet like Horcrux. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we do. Find the pieces. We're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I never thought I would be on Instagram. So what? What? That's crazy. There you go. We're everywhere. Yeah. So find us if you care. If you don't care, you try to find us anyways because we care about you. Bye. Bye.
Indiana. 